0: Welcome to Talk Therapy CBT, a conversation about educating, helping and connecting individuals to the world of psychology. This podcast is supported and produced by Inner Balance Psychology Center. I would also like to thank our sponsor, Dr. Alba Raffaella, psychologist and author of Breaking the Mirror, a story and guide on how to recognize and deal with narcissists, available on Amazon and barnesandnoble.com. I'm your host Dr. Dawn Rafa, and join with me today is my co-host Anthony, Dana, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. This is episode 44 and we're tackling the topic of personality traits which I... Took a crash course on. Um, I'm still learning. That's why. That's why I'm here. That's why hopefully everybody else is here, and we're going to learn from the oracle, Doctor Rafa. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> I, Thanks I, I got for a, the I point. got a
1: smirk after that comment. And so, for personality traits, we start off with our quotes mm-hmm. as always. So uh, you can, would like to start us out.
0: So my quote is by Bruce Lee. I really like Bruce Lee for a lot of reasons, and this quote made a lot of sense for our show today. Always be yourself. Express yourself have faith in yourself, do not go out and look for a successful personality and duplicate it. So my take on this is everybody... Thinks that personality traits are so fun and they take those tests online and want to know, you know, what type they are and what traits do they have. And, you know, the ones online obviously are not administered by a psychologist, so they're not valid, but they can be fun. So I think what he meant by this was be true to yourself. It reminds me of the modern family we talked about. Be true to yourself, Mitchell. Be true to yourself, Mitchell. (laughs) Yeah. I think we referenced (laughs) it in another show. So not trying to be what you think other people want you to be or should be and not being embarrassed by the traits that you may have. Some people think that introversion or being a shy person is a negative, something's wrong with you, and aspire to maybe be more charismatic, outgoing, extroverted. So really in line with our theme of act and acceptance is accepting who you are with your personality and looking at the, I guess, the strengths and weaknesses that come along with that.
1: And and I I like what he said. Mm Mm-hmm. The very, the last bit though, and I think I might've mentioned this to you when we were just going over quotes and ideas for quotes. The part, what was the last part? Don't just copy off of successful people.
0: Do not go out and look for a successful personality and duplicate it.
1: Oh, okay. So. Okay. So- Right. All right. So, yeah. So I I misinterpreted that. So, okay. Now I get it because I like successful people, I'm going to take notes on their work ethic, their habits, but their personality, like your personality is your personality. Like I, so I agree with that. Like just because that's their personality, that's not why they're successful. That might have something to do with it. Your version of success can still be with your personality. Okay. So I like that. Yeah. I, I agree with that. So my quote is from Albert Einstein, and it it goes like this. We should take care not to make intellect our goal. It has, of course, powerful muscles, but no personality. And... This is a guy who've also, who also who has also said, the other quote I liked was, you know, knowledge or your IQ is important, but it's not as important or, or as, as like a creativity. So creativity, personality, I think they kind of go hand in hand a little bit. And so, I mean, this is, you know, one of the smartest, arguably one of the smartest individuals that ever lived in, in a lot of ways. And he's kind of, you know, he's, he's st- and again, he still looks at personality as an important trait. Uh, he even sees that. And and most I've noticed most people who are, you know, well educated, um, or really good in, in math and science don't look at that as important, like the humanities or the personality in, in any way, shape, or form. It's just X equals what? That's all that matters, you know.
0: People who are more, you know, in tune, I guess, to those areas of study see even used to see psychology as a soft science. It wasn't really real and not thinking about how personality is important. To you know, obviously social relationships and parenting and that kind of thing. So a blend of the two is important, and even Einstein noticed that, huh?
1: Yeah, I, 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 he he, was, he kind of strikes me as a as a somewhat of a Renaissance man uh, in the 20th century. Mm-hmm. So this is what I learned about um, the. Uh, personality
0: traits. There. Wait, wait. Let me. Oh, you, you, you. Yeah. The Myers Briggs Type Indicator is what we're talking about. So it's called the MBTI, and it's a self-report measure um, that measures four different traits. And it was adapted or constructed, I guess, adapted by Catherine Cook Briggs and her daughter Isabel Briggs Myers, based on uh, Swiss psychiatrist Carl Jung's um, personality factors. So it was back. And, hmm, let me see. It was a while ago, actually. wasn't any time, <laughs> any time in the recent... Yeah, I just saw the year and I can't find it. But anyway, okay. So we're going to be talking mostly about that today. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, 1917 is when they started the research on this. So we're going to talk about the different traits that everybody uh, probably knows about. Well, right?
1: the one that I began looking for quotes on was the introversion um, versus or introversion slash extroversion. And then I was looking at different quotes and then you open opened me up to, no, 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 that's just one or I should say two of... The sixty two of the eight, but there's sixteen personality traits when you put them all together, all the different
0: sixteen possible combinations, combinations. of all the four, because the four square times four times four. So these traits are seen, which is actually criticized for it being very black and white and very like opposite and either in one category or the other. And we like to think of things on a spectrum, like how introverted is someone or how extroverted they might be kind of in the middle. But for purposes of this discussion, we're gonna leave it in, in, in categories. So right. So introversion, extroversion is one. Treat.
1: you know we can even delve into this you know i was just thinking just now with each one like we can do we can do a separate show on just introversion versus extroversion uh, extroversion sensing versus intuition so Mm -hmm. uh, and again if you, you can just easily google this if you want a visual to just you know play along introversion extroversion sensing intuition thinking feeling judging perceiving the test how accurate is this test
0: well it's really it's not used in um Counseling and clinical psychology because it's not really seen as valid. It's got criticism. Because of that, that it's it's not really uh, reliable and it doesn't score very high on validity as well. It is used in organizational psychology still, I believe. Even just a few years ago, I heard people saying that they they took it upon job, you know, interview uh, interviews or you know, onboarding. One of the criticism is the lack of objectivity because it's self-reporting and it relies on honest self-report. And in studies, they found that people would take it and then five. Weeks later, take it again and have a different personality type. Which, as we know, your personality doesn't change. Like again, hence personality disorders. There's no cure for them. There's no tr- there's sort of treatment with schema therapy for it, DBT for borderline. But the personality is is pretty set. So that just goes to show, like it's how much is getting in the way with self-report and honest self-reporting. And there isn't a lot of like validity, like I said, in reliability with it. But it's still fun, I guess, so to speak, or gives a gives you like a guideline. So I find that when kids are in college and learning about this, they get all excited and they're like, what type are you? What type am I? And they want to mm-hmm. fit in a category. And there's little charts for you know correlating to what that personality type means, like the one that I showed you, the Star Wars one.
1: Yeah, that's the best one. I don't care what anybody says, because again, I love Star Wars, you know, other people who you know, Tara and Christian, you guys will probably love that chart. You've probably seen it before um, or anybody else who is a Star Wars fan. Um, that was a good, that was a good chart to look at. And I took a test. I must've done something wrong because I'm not getting my results through email. Cause what we were going to do is you were calculate and you, well, you already have, but, but then we could see what the test mm-hmm. shows. But again, it's not the legit test. It's a quick one that you can do online. Um, it's 50 questions And we, I even asked you a couple of the questions because I, I, you know, like there was some where I was like, well, it depends and it's a gray area. So some of the questions, you know, are, they're not very matter of fact. So it's. Or
0: sometimes, and it doesn't, it's not a Likert scale of, right? It doesn't say always and sometimes just yes, no, just forced choice. Yes, mm -hmm. no. Yeah. So that's one of the criticisms as well. It's very vague in general and not people, you know, aren't always a certain way or never a certain way. It's very black and white. So it's kind of like a lot of it depends, you know? But again, that's why. It's not used very widely in clinical psychology. So as long
1: as we, you know, see it for what it is, it's not anything to put too much emphasis on. Where you can obsess over it, like you know, you want people to think, you know, that oh god, this is just how I am, and this is terrible, or you know, it's just it's just a fun tool to kind of look at and gauge, yes.
0: Yeah, or using it as an excuse, obviously, as to well, this is just how I am.
1: So let's go over the traits and let's start. At the first, uh, the differences between introversion and extroversion.
0: Right. So a lot of people know this. Actually, my newsletter last month, I talked about it, which kind of gave me the idea of doing a show on this. So introversion and extroversion are considered attitudes, I guess. So introverts draw energy from being alone. They prefer to reflect and just be alone sometimes extroverts will draw energy from action. They tend to act. They get very energized being around a crowd of people or around um, a group of people. They can sometimes be the life of the party or an introvert can do that. An introverted person can be at a party and have a lot of social things going on, but then they have to reset and recharge. So they could do that. And there is a such thing as an ambivert, by the way, someone who can go both ways and be introverted and extroverted. So a lot of people are aware of these traits and oftentimes people have insight into which trait they trend towards, right? There is a book called Quiet. I forget the author, I'd have to look it up. He's a really good book written about introverts and the myths that go along with them. So introverts can act extroverted. Like I know I can. I'm considered introverted. And I can act extroverted if I'm in a meeting or if I'm maybe doing a talk or obviously doing this because it's something I'm interested in, something I'm passionate about. The difference is I need to rest and recharge after acting extroverted, I guess, so to speak.
1: Okay. So on the flip side of that, Coin, can is it easy? Is it so are extroverts capable of being having moments of introversion? And if so. Is, do you think it's easier for introverts to be extroverted as opposed to extrovert? Cause you, cause mm-hmm. like the extroverts kind of need that, you know, that attention or that, you know?
0: Yeah. You know, and, I, and- yeah, I think that it's harder. I mean, I don't know. Don't quote me on it. I would think that it would be harder for an extrovert to be introverted because they tend to want to be around people and don't like to be alone mm-hmm. and they get their needs met socially and psychologically True. by being around people. So I think that it's the other way. Yeah, it would it would be more rare, I guess.
1: All right. I was looking up when I was looking up quotes, I just came across these for people who are introverted. So, those of you who know who you are out there. This one's for you. I'm not anti-social. I'm pro solitude or selectively social. And then there is, I wish people were more fluent in silence. And I like that one. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes I feel the same. And
0: there's certain types of people and careers, even that trend towards extroversion and introversion. When you think of extrovert, what kind of careers do you think of?
1: Entertainers. um, Celebrities, entertainers. Celebrities, public speakers,
0: we have public speakers, leaders, maybe mm. in an organization. Steve Jobs was not very extroverted. No. Right? Well, you say however, extroverted?
1: but he, again, mm-hmm. remember he that? watched the movies. So yeah, we he watched watched job with um, Ashton Kutcher, 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 and, you know, he knew that he was a better spokesperson than Steve Wozniak. Oh, yeah. You know, he's Kushner. so being I mean, like, but I don't think it was his forte. You know, he'd rather just be somewhere and, and you know, lab bossing people around.
0: And I've mentioned before in other shows, I know of certain musicians and celebrities that um, act as if they're uh, extroverted and outgoing, and they're really not. They have to force themselves. They may have stage fright. They may have social anxiety disorder. They have alter egos when they go on stage. Mm-hmm. They may not be naturally extroverted just because they're talented as a musician or an entertainer, right?
1: Well, Michael Jackson's a perfect example because every, every time he, every time you see him in an interview, mm-hmm. he just seems very you know quiet, reserved. You know, he soft-spoken...
0: As an adult, as a kid, he didn't seem.
1: Well, like I mean, well, like, but when he goes on, he says when he goes on stage, like that's his. I don't know, like it's his escape persona. or something. You yeah, know? I mean, hmm? yeah, there. I think there are a lot of people who are like that. They're they're, they're like you know they're two different people when right. they're entertaining when they're not. And I guess, and to tell you the truth, I mean, if you are an entertainer, especially you know of that high caliber and and what it takes out of you and your your body and your voice and everything, you know, your downtime, you you don't want to really you know ex- you know talk or, or you know exert yourself too much, do you? You just that's this is your downtime. <laughs>
0: Thank think God it's for it. hard to convince an extrovert to have downtime. <laughs> right. they're go, go, go.
1: Next is, uh, so the differences between sensing and intuition.
0: Sensing and intuition are considered uh, perceiving functions. So there's ones that we trend towards that are more dominant. And sensing and intuition are the information gathering, like I said, the perceiving functions. They describe how new information is understood and interpreted. So people who prefer sensing are more likely to trust information that is in the present, tangible and concrete. That is information that can be understood by the five senses. They tend to distrust hunches and fate and feelings and things like that, where they come out of nowhere. They prefer to look for details and facts and rely on uh, data. You know, more data driven. And on the other hand, those who prefer intuition tend to trust information that is less dependent upon the senses that can be associated with other information. They may be more interested in future possibilities. So for them, the meaning is in the underlying theory and principles which are manifested in the data. So those are supposedly two opposite end of the spectrums. Again, I really think that some people can trend, you know, be both depending on the situation, right? Um, thinking and Feeling. Thinking and feeling is kind of what it what it says. (laughs) And that's the judging functions with decision making. Thinking and feeling functions are both used to make rational decisions. The thinkers are the ones who decide things from a more detached, you know, less emotional, let's say, standpoint, measuring the decision by what seems reasonable as opposed to feelers who may empathize with a situation. And looking at it from an inside out, weighing the situation to try to balance and get the best harmony, I guess. So kind of like thinkers are more in their head and maybe they think things through where a feeler might be like, this feels like a good idea. I just want to jump and do it and then figure it out logistics of it later.
1: And then finally, judging and perceiving.
0: So these are considered a lifestyle preference and they're different functions. So the people with a preference for judging show the world their preferred judging function and the way that they do that. So when people are trending towards more more judging tendency, they want things to be neat, orderly and established. And the perceiving preference wants things to be flexible and spontaneous. Judgers want things to be settled. Perceivers want things open-ended. So for instance, a judging person or judging tendency person, make a list of things to do, schedule things in advance, have judgments, bring closure to an issue so they can move on. I don't know anybody like this. Really? I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> Perceiving is when people want to postpone decisions, they act more spontaneously, do things at the last minute, decide what to do as we do it rather than right plan ahead at a time. So we do use both. It's just one that we may trend towards and lean towards more than others. Sometimes you love that about me. I do right sometimes well like yesterday, <laughs> yesterday. the royal right. horse. <laughs> yeah well sometimes so sometimes spontaneity is fun like i my life is very scheduled on a day-to-day basis hmm. and yesterday was a little scheduled not really but a more spontaneous right we had an outline but then we had some spontaneity which is great for vacation because i feel like let's just do whatever and end up wherever we're going to eat or wherever we're going to do my or life your weekend is super it's fun. not even
1: vacation it's your weekend i mean it's yeah. a, um, i guess you want to call them mini mini vacations
0: mini vacations right they can mm. be
1: if you, you mm-hmm. know, but you they can't always be
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So got to work, get work done.
0: Right. Sometimes. Instead of having like a constant to-do list and things being done. Although, you know, especially as of late, I like to get things done and checked off the list and just don't want to deal with it. And it's done and it's over and fixed, right? I'm with mm-hmm. of fixing paint right. that comes off the wall. Yeah, <laughs> You know, I mean. Or getting things settled and set up. So I want to reference to the feeler makes decisions on an individual case where a thinker makes decisions in a rational, logical, impartial. Manager manner based on what they believe to be fair and correct by um, a predefined rules. So that's like the engineer type generally. Now, sometimes I would often jump to the conclusion of a thinker being dragging their feet. These types of personalities, or not being fun, or or being indecisive, you know, weighing all the different possibilities out, like researching. Like, do you remember the Gretchen Rubin person I talked about with the tendencies, the four tendencies? I think I mentioned it yesterday. Um, the Obliger, the Questioner, the yeah. Rebel, okay. and the oh, the one I am, <laughs> the one that's self-disciplined. I forget off the top of my head what it is. Questioners tend to be thinkers too, researching, reading reviews and reports before making a decision, doing the right thing, that kind of thing. Guidelines for performing tasks where a feeler decides to buy something because they like it, you know, not because it makes sense. Maybe they have buyer's remorse, right? Because of that. Okay. Four tendencies you're looking up.
1: Well, no, so yeah, what was it called? The four what?
0: The four tendencies by Gretchen Rubin. I just looked this up last night. Remember I was talking about it and yeah, then I said you know, I. I'll come it so oblige your questioner, rebel and starts with an I, right?
1: I have here upholder, questioner, obliger, or rebel.
0: Not even an I, it's an U. Upholder. Yes. I got the right one? That's correct. Yep. Yep. Upholder. Here she is. Yeah. I am an upholder. So (laughs) very self-motivated and disciplined, right?
1: So I I think I said earlier that I took the test. I took it again because we did a little pause
0: Yeah, and I haven't seen it because I was not around while you took it, but I did guess. So let me tell you my guess before you tell me. Okay. To see if I'm right. Well, okay. So I was looking at it last night and I'm like, okay, these are the ones I would pick. And then I narrowed it down to ENFP. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is the champion, according to the Star Wars thing. And I'll just which is
1: the only one that really matters as far as I'm concerned. The
0: champion. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see if I'm right. So enthusiastic, idealistic, inspiring, and creative, actively advocate for what they feel to be important, attracting others to their causes with excellent people skills, warmth and positivity. Excited by new ideas but tend to get bored with details, characterized by their ability to inspire and motivate others with their enthusiasm and passion for life. So that is I guess my final answer. We'll say that's my final answer. Okay. So it was between, just so you know, ESFP, which is the performer. The ideal Star
1: Wars character was that one.
0: That was Wicket the right. uh, Yeah, the uh, Yeah, the Ewok. Muppet. I mean, Ewok. <laughs> Muppet. We saw Muppets <laughs> yesterday. That's so funny. We were watching Muppets. Oh. So I was the gu- initially I was like, maybe Luke Skywalker, the idealist INFP, but you're not an I at all. You're not an I, you're an extrovert from my my calculation. Yeah,
1: Luke. Yeah, Luke was an introvert. Yeah, that's
0: right. And then the other one that I was toying around with was the ENTP, which are very similar. They're very close. Right, they're like, only one off. I mean, yeah, the yeah. inventor. And I'll I'll give you my reveal as to what I am according to my
1: my test. Okay, so no, go ahead. So okay, so it says here that I am it debater mm-hmm. for that they had that you know that attachment to it, but if the it way. is ENTP.
0: So you're an ENTP?
1: Which was, What's I believe it was-
0: That's R2-D2.
1: R2-D2. That was close. The inventor, right?
0: hmm Right. Yeah, the inventor. Yeah.
1: So it says here, and it has a couple. So this website, it's, it's 16 personalities is the website. And debaters are curious and flexible thinkers who cannot resist. I always think of a debater as somebody who looks for or likes to debate I, if, if it's something like a debater is somebody who can debate about anything. And I don't think I am a debater in that, in that true sense, because there's just some things that I just don't care about to Mm -hmm. get, you know, get myself in a, in a huff about. But if there's something that matters or that I have an opinion about, I think everybody is a debater in that regard. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Well, some Some people, people people I I believe what I, yeah, there are people that I believe what I believe. You're wrong. I'm not even going to waste my time. Talking to you about it because what's the point?
0: There's also non assertive people who are people pleasers or passive aggressive when they really want to debate, but they keep their mouth shut and then just talk about you behind your back. Right. Well, there's, there's that too. There's, right. There's those individuals. All
1: right. So then it goes into so it says I'm 54% extroverted because it breaks some things down.
0: It's a little more yeah right. specific, which I, I knew. so. All
1: right, there. but but it, I thought it would be I would be more extroverted than just 54%. So okay, okay, fine, and I'm not going to read what it says because you kind of already went over it. Into I am I am 56% intuitive. I value the one thing that was different. I value um, focus on hidden meanings and distant possibilities. Then it has this other one, 53% thinking as opposed to feeling.
0: So I was close then, because yeah. I had guessed the ENFP, which is the feeling, and you scored on ENTPs. So the only difference was the feeling and thinking.
1: Well, it's 53 to 47, so yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's right there. Pretty close. right? Yeah. All of them are really close. And then, but this one, this one isn't. 79% prospecting over judging, 79%. Perceiving, you mean? Per, uh, it says, look. Pro-
0: Oh, prospecting. All right. What yeah,
1: you- I mean, yeah. Oh, same thing. Yeah, you know. Cute
0: little. Yeah,
1: right. and I'm good at. It says here, apparently, I'm good at improvising and adapting to opportunities. I tend to be flexible, nonconformist who values novelty over stability, or so it says. And then, 53% assertive over okay. turbulent.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, and then that's it.
0: So the one thing I guess we could do if we really feel like it, but now we know that there's a 50% chance that in five weeks you take it again, that you have a totally different personality type. I mean, yeah. like Because I, it's I always could... subject to the moment in time as well. Like this is how you're behaving today. And especially or, or on what I've cusp. been through
1: this week. Sure, yeah. well, yeah.
0: even through this week, maybe there's more feeling going on this week versus thinking, who knows. But okay. So I was pretty close. That was an option, but then I changed my answer to ENFP. So- very close. Do you want to know what I am?
1: I have a good idea.
0: Without a doubt, I'm this. Yeah. Or sure. even with that. I mean, I took the little test like a while ago. INFJ. So Obi-Wan Kenobi, the counselor. Yeah. How funny is that? Like it's actually accurate. Introspective, caring, sensitive, and complex. Strive for peace and seek to develop and guide others. Value self-control in the pursuit of the greater good. Live their lives with a great purpose and devoted to the causes they believe in. Characterized by the ability to connect with the essence of others and to identify their strengths. Pretty much that's me, I'd say.
1: I wouldn't see you putting down your lightsaber and just letting Darth Vader kill you though.
0: Oh yeah, like Obi-Wan <laughs> you, did. You you would yeah, not well, have te- that well didn't sacrifice. he sacrifice he sacrificed for Luke, I assume, right? Right. Uh, so I So he guess, could be with Luke in spirit.
1: I, I guess. And he was like a son to him. So you would maybe do that for your 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 own maybe. child or children. Yeah. So okay.
0: So one of the the things that about I read when I was looking at this, which I was reminded of was INFJ is the rarest. Type. So that means I'm special and unique. Well, we we already knew that. that I'm you? unique. We have to stroke my ego more. That yes. I'm unique. Yes.
1: <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> anyway. Do you want to play a game?
0: So we'll play a game. So our game today are people in history, celebrities, and I have to use my little chart here and guess what they may be. Now, this
1: is extremely difficult.
0: Well, yeah, I I would say out of the four- I have a one in 16 chance. Right, but (laughs) but
1: I would say out of the four categories that, and again, if you do put the combination perfectly, Mm -hmm. kudos to you. But I would say is as, uh, you know- If I um, get half
0: of it, that's good.
1: Yeah, I would say to uh, handicap it, if you get three out of four of each one is amazing. I would say that's a win. That's okay. still a win. All
0: right. Yeah. Well, in all fairness, the introvert, extrovert is pretty easy to identify. I would,
1: uh, yeah, that, yeah, that one's, yeah, that was pretty Although easy.
0: There's, there's tricksters in there that might be acting as if they're extroverted or
1: not. I really, all of the people I have, and again, it's, it's historical and celebrity. So, you know, mm-hmm. m- for the most part, you almost want to say it's a given. If it's a celebrity, they're E. But if they're a historic, historic you know, entity- it could go both both ways, mm-hmm. right? All right. So the first individual I have here is this gentleman by the name of Gandhi,
0: Mahatma Gandhi. Yes, that one. <laughs> this guy. All right.
1: Not Bob Gandhi, who <laughs> I uh, Wait, played racquetball with back in college. <laughs> is that true no i'm kidding i just made him up there's no bob there might be a bob gandhi but uh, that's uh, yeah
0: so i'm gonna go not just because it correlates with yoda but it's the intp the architect logical original reserved and curious focus on ideas theories and explanations have a calm serious exterior but a deeply passionate soul appreciate and respect intelligence in others have a strong ability to stay on task characterized by their ability to design sophisticated systems and theories that improve the lives of others.
1: All right. So I don't know who put this together. It was on a website.
0: Correct. Yeah.
1: But I looked a couple different places and everybody has Gandhi as this. So I I get you. So I is correct. Right. The N is correct. Mm -hmm. Then it has F.
0: Yeah. I was thinking. Okay. And then,
1: then it also has J. And that one I was surprised about.
0: So he's me. He is you. I almost picked that. I was like- You and Gandhi. Me and Gandhi. You're, you're in a good company. Very rare, yes. same souls. I okay. almost picked the INFJ for him. There you go. Now, All right. next we have
1: the most famous conductor of the Underground Railroad, Miss Harriet Tubman. Hmm. Forget how many times she went back down to rescue runaway slaves, runaway slave herself, and getting uh, slaves to Ohio and safety. So what would, you, what would you predict or what would you guess?
0: All right, in my quick- chart here mm-hmm. Chewbacca LSTP or I'm sorry ISTP what am I, <laughs> L wait I- is lsd no no it's the Star okay. Wars font I okay. got you okay Looks like so L- L-
1: okay yeah LSTP no, ISTP ISTP the crafter okay you got two, two out of four again <laughs> 50% oh right yeah 50%. 50% I is correct sure N uh-huh. F and then the P is correct at the end
0: so INFP is Luke Skywalker in the INFP yeah okay
1: okay the next Adolf Hitler
0: Oh my God. Really? All right. So I'm going to. He always immediately... gets that reaction.
1: He's a historical person, whether you're, whether you're like it or not. He's he's a historical entity. So, you know, what would you categorize right. him
0: as? So because. So these are my, uh, my choices. Darth Vader or Palpatine. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. He's Darth a, Vader a, is ESTJ. And then I'm going to go with Palpatine because I don't think Hitler was that extroverted. INTJ, mastermind Palpatine. Okay.
1: He was extroverted because that was, that yeah. was, well, his speeches, talk about a Jedi mind trick. His speeches is what duped everybody. He was really good orator. Like that was his, mm. like, so, okay. um, and he he had a massive ego. I mean, he, he, you oh, ever I see know. movies, there's like pictures of him everywhere. He wanted everybody to have a picture of him. So it's EN. So they have here for him is EN fp i tell you what this is like a fun game that you can this do with fun. with any celebrity any person
0: yeah you know and then you, you just see
1: you can see how accurate you think you can be and you know
0: ENFP. that's Kigonjin. that's who i said you were okay you're like adolf hitler mm.
1: Mm. all right ENFP. next we're gonna go we're gonna go uh, into celebrity robin williams
0: mm. well i immediately think of the performer esfp wicket Performer. Outgoing, friendly, fun-loving. I know he was depressed and obviously- so
1: Three was- out of four this time.
0: You got three out of four. You got, yeah. Got the E.
1: You got the E, N, and then F-P.
0: Oh, E-N-F-P.
1: It's E-N-F-P. Say, he's actually, he's the same as Hitler.
0: E-E- he's the same as Hitler. I
1: mean, in that regard only. So <laughs> I I'm just, Obviously. All right, next, Donald Trump.
0: All right, Donald Trump. E-N-T-J, the executive.
1: Um, We got two out of four. The E is correct. It is E-S-T-P.
0: All right, E-S-T-P. ESTP is the is Han Solo. Han Solo, the promoter.
1: Yeah, he is oh, a bit of a promoter. Yeah, he could be promoted. a self-promoter most of the
0: time. Sure, <laughs> ESTP, so promoter, and you know why I picked the executive because obviously he's in executive
1: mm-hmm. positions. Okay, Walt Disney.
0: Walt Disney. Hmm. Oh boy. All right. Take your time. ISFP, the artist.
1: All right. He is. He's an e. E- eNTP. Mm-hmm. so that one one out of four so that one was that i almost
0: be. went with an n but this one so this is so he's the inventor oh the inventor the yes weapon. so i went with the um artist because i was thinking even though the eye didn't fit he is pretty visionary so.
1: okay so i'm gonna give you a hint for the next one so i gonna get one very similar very similar to walt disney mm-hmm. only okay so this one there's one that's different So so other than... Yeah, so Walt Disney, whatever he... So he was ENTP. One of these are different, just one. And it is Steve Jobs.
0: INTP, the architect. They
1: have him as an extrovert. I don't really see that. He can be an extrovert. It's the J at the end is the difference. ENTJ. ENTJ they have him as.
0: So he's the executive, assertive, strategic, decisive, natural yeah. desire to lead. Yeah, he's a leader. I
1: guess he was, and I guess he, was ex- he was. an extrovert enough where he had to be. Oh, I
0: mean, that's Because he, I mean, yeah. he had to fight I I with
1: corporate. And, you know, he, he was always fighting with- He
0: gave talks. Yeah, and right. He, he got in there with with way the better. With
1: share, uh, the shareholder, the stockholders. Program. Okay, next. Now, the last three, we're going to have a little fun because they're all entertainers. Now- I'm going to give you... So the three of these are entertainers, but one of them is an I. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. So first one, Leonardo DiCaprio, of course.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course you picked him. Mm-hmm. Well, he believes in a lot of causes for mm-hmm. things. So True. that's something that he's passionate about, mm-hmm. that he supposedly posts about himself. So I don't know on Instagram. ESTP?
1: Ah, oh, so close. ESFP.
0: Yeah.
1: ESFP. They the have the performer.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. The performer. Okay. So outgoing, friendly, fun-loving, likely to be center of attention in social situations. Yeah. Love new experiences. Okay.
1: Next, mm-hmm. Lady Gaga.
0: Lady Gaga. I would say ESTP.
1: Exact opposite. Are you kidding? They have her. They have her down again. It's, she I didn't know. take the test. This is just mm-hmm. people, experts, People's- so-called experts predict i n f j
0: complete opposition. i still don't think any any fj that's me yeah <laughs> that's but but any performer she could act as i it. really look i saw her documentary i mean i guess she could turn it on turn it off what she needs to
1: so okay like she doesn't mm-hmm. live to perform maybe is that what you know
0: i mean she definitely is musical all her life and right talented all right i n f j mm-hmm. okay Wow. Well,
1: like, I mean, she, like, as long as she's entertaining, she could still, she could, she'll play background piano if she has to, maybe, right? She'd be willing to do that. Is that what that means? Like, she can be, she doesn't have to be the center of attention all the time.
0: No, she just gets drained from it, which I'm sure she does. Okay. She could okay. do it. She gets drained.
1: And finally, let's go with Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady was one different than Leo.
0: Oh, gosh. I have to remember Leo. Okay.
1: Leo was ESFP. So Tom is just one, one. off. All right, so
0: E-S-F-T.
1: P. p no,
0: no, no, no. My guess. Oh, wait. ESFT. Let me see what that is. <laughs> ES. Where the heck is that one?
1: Are you going TP? TP. Yeah. It would yeah, it would be a TP. The promoter. If that's what you're going with. Yeah. ESTP. Nope. ENFP. E-N-F-P. This is this is.
0: Oh, he's the champion.
1: Yeah, this is the hardest. Um, yeah, right. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Uh, this is this, this, <laughs> and again, this, this game is ridiculously yeah. hard. Nobody's going to, mm-hmm. I was, I was hoping you get one of them perfect. You got a couple, I think close. three out of fours. It was yeah. very
0: close, you know, like, very, like a lot of overlap. Oh, yeah. Like a champion well, I mean, could also I take a be. Mine, mine, I was
1: like 53% one way. It's like, it's not yeah, like, you know, it's super close. Right.
0: Well, people who are executive could also be promoters or providers. Yeah. Sure. All right. That's fun. Yeah, it it was something to do. Something to do. Well, we always try to be creative and come up with some games in order to be entertaining in some way. So lessons learned. This is a real test. It doesn't have a lot of validity or reliability, but it can be used as a guide. The ones online are not the real test. It's, you know, based on it. So in order to get a real test, you have to pay for it and a psychologist has to administer it. It's one of our duties as a psychologist to protect tests only we could do it. You know who can't do it? Psychiatrists. Everybody else. I see that right. Everybody else. Put, put,
1: for you to put them on the top of the list of everybody else.
0: Right. Psychiatrists <laughs> don't have training and testing and everybody else. Let's just say everybody else. That's hilarious. Do
1: you, do you know who can't do it? Everybody else. Psychiatrists. <laughs> and and me and most people listening. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: Everybody else. I like to put us on this pedestal. Right, I got our, you. I got our you. long,
1: endurance. They're public enemy number one of who can't do it.
0: Right. right. Our long, um, you know, training and the blood, sweat, and tears that we have to go through for that title. Right. Yes. Yeah. All right. So thanks for listening to our show as always catch all of our episodes and more at www.innerbalancepsychology.com or talktherapycbt.com. Email us if you have any questions, email in. Is- <laughs>
1: oh, happy Thanksgiving. You're going to, this is, oh wait, this is going to be after Thanksgiving.
0: No, it's going to launch on Thanksgiving if, oh yeah, if at, it's according to plan. Oh yes, we'll see. But yes, I, I was going to say. Everybody
1: that. have a happy gobble gobble.
0: Right, have turkey with whomever and however you'd like to. Or to don't eat. have turkey. Or don't. Whatever. Have, have Chinese food. Whatever blows your hair back. Have a taco. Right.
1: A hot pocket. <laughs> ego. No. Okay.
0: <laughs> email us. You cut me off with the email.
1: I was doing You're my ready? doctor evil.
0: I I know who that <laughs> is. Very nice. Or a donut.
1: Or donut. I don't think he says donut. No, he doesn't. It was, it was, it was hot pocket or ego. Too many me. Hungry. Hmm. <laughs> Hmm, something to eat?
0: No? Could you imagine a mini-me? Mini-you? <laughs> <No>. oh God. <laughs> I wasn't referring to me, but maybe. <laughs> okay, let's
1: take us out of here. Okay. Let's say night, Gracie.
0: All right, right. Info at innerbalancepsychology.com And remember to stop it and give yourself a chance.